0: Welcome to episode 192 of Podicus Rex. We're a comicdomrex.com podcast. I'm your host, JR. Joining me again is Anthony. Hello. And this time we are doing a, we'll say, spoiler cast. That'd be the closest description. Of mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad. Where we're just... We probably won't go plot point, plot point by plot point, but we are not going to hold back and refrain from spoilers... So, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want anything to be spoiled, um, just, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Go listen to a previous episode of something. Pretty please? Anyways. So, yeah. If you don't care about spoilers, or you have seen it, want to hear our thoughts on it, then stick around. All right. So, Suicide Squad... I saw it in theaters. I'm assuming you saw it at HBO Max. hmm Yeah, it was... I'm not surprised. It d- m- did not meet their expectations, although I don't know how right now you could have any expectations realistically. Right. <laughs> Overall, first impressions, I, I really enjoyed the movie. So did I. Um...
1: I wasn't going in with like mild high expectations, but what I saw, it exceeded what I was, you know, thinking.
0: I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I had decently high expectations with James Gunn directing it. Cause I figured, I figured he could, he could make a good suicide squad movie. And I figured at this point, he would have the leeway to do kind of what he wanted to. Right. He, he would have the leeway to make the movie he wanted to make, not necessarily... not have much studio interference. Right. Unlike the uh, Air movie, which uh, they've gone on to release the Air cut, and I just... I'm tired. <laughs> the whole Snyder cut wore me out, because it's like... I don't want. I don't want that. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I don't want the Snyderverse, but we're not getting into that.
1: That's a dark path to, it to is. travel down.
0: So, I guess let's start out. Um, I'm a. Ass- I am going to make the uh, leap in assumption that you, re- aside from Harley Quinn, and maybe King Shark. You were not familiar with any of the, these other characters, were you?
1: I knew who Boomerang was. Well, Captain Boomerang.
0: Oh, uh, true, true. The,
1: those those were the only three.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, Savant I only knew briefly because he's in Gail Gale Simone's Secret Six, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I don't remember much about him, but all the other ones, I knew Polka Dot Man was a real thing. He is a real thing? He is a real thing. All of them (laughs) are real things appearing at some point in the history of DC Comics. Wow. It's kind of like in Lego Batman when they go through Batman's list of rogues. And you're some of them are just going, there's no way in hell that's an actual Batman villain. Yes, way in hell. <laughs> it is.
1: The condiment man.
0: Condiment king. He is For a king, king, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how I liked how quickly they got to the point. Mm-hmm. None of this. None of this going through and giving deep backgrounds on all the characters. Because you don't need deep backgrounds on all the characters. No. Maybe the... Like, Bloodsport. He's your main character. Not a Will Smith replacement. We'll get into that later. He's your main character. So you get a little bit of background on him. But who cares how the... Javelin does not need a history. No. Uh... Ah, oh, hell. Weasel? Weasel does not need a history. Who <laughs> Blackguard does not need a history. Mm-hmm. You don't need to show how each one of them is has gotten to where they are. You know they're villains. You know they're in prison. They don't last long enough to matter. <laughs> yeah, what would you think of that whole opening... With the helicopter ride over and the uh, the landing <laughs> on the beach.
1: I liked it. I <laughs> I love the fact that they just forgot details like Weasel can't swim. And he just swan dies out of a helicopter.
0: And <laughs> just splashes forever.
1: <laughs> I also... And I was... I like the fact that they focused on this one team until you realize there were two teams. Right. Like you saw Bloodsport and a little bit of that, but it was the main focus was Savant's team. Well, the team of Savant was on. Yeah. Until they were no more.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's like you're forming team, okay, maybe this is a first mission. To the point where you see them get action going and then we bring in everybody else later. It's like, no. We're starting <laughs> in the thick of the main storyline. And this all this group is cannon fodder. Pretty much. <laughs> and all you need to know about Amanda Waller is that she sent out the non-criminal and flag with the cannon fodder. <laughs>
1: That should tell you everything.
0: Yeah, and I liked the, on the helicopter ride, just the banter back and forth. <laughs> but, but just, the, yeah, the banter back and forth between all of them and, going, and the uh, coaxing of uh, Blackguard uh, sitting next to a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Teasing, throw, throwing in the uh, tease of Harley Quinn falling head over heels for an accent. That gets brought back up later on. Mm-hmm. And Savant just unamused by all of it.
1: are right. He's already done with everybody.
0: Yeah, so after that, that helicopter and beach landing goes that shit, we find, uh, they get back to the days before and, and putting together the blood Sports group. What'd you think of that whole introduction of Bloodsport and the rest of the suicide squad team?
1: I kind of liked it too. I mean, I, I went, I didn't know many of the care. I know any of the characters, but I liked how it was again, shortened to the point. Here's Bloodsport. Here's your team, whether you want to be a leader or not, Here's Peacemaker, here's Weasel, here's uh, Polka Dot Man. You know, it was just kind of (laughs) shortened to the
0: point. I love the joke when they... The making fun of the DC Legacy characters and specifically calling her Ratcatcher 2. Mm -hmm. And Peacemaker makes the joke, what, you couldn't afford Ratcatcher 1? (laughs) <laughs> because that is a thing DC does constantly with especially with their villains and that well okay yeah yeah this villain we got rid of them but here's a new updated version so and so number 2 so and so 3 that sort right. of thing
1: I love the back and forth between uh Bloodsport and Peacemaker Idris Elba's character and John Cena's character. It's the entire time, it's just them trying to one up each other in everything.
0: Because that was a great setup, because Waller specifically says everybody is recruited on their individual, their unique abilities. Mm-hmm. Then when she introduces Peacemaker, it is with the exact same words she used to introduce Bloodsport to the to her, her little to her people, her office right. workers, and it leads to this wonderful conversation of how you, a Peacemaker, just going, yeah, I'm I'm better, like, well, I'm, I hit dead center every time. Peacemaker, like, well, I hit more center. It's not possible. Smaller bullets go right through the hole. And that comes back later. You froze up for a minute.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think of this rendition of King Shark?
1: It took me a second to get used to it. Because I'm, I'm expecting super genius, super killer King Shark, not, I don't want to call him dumb, but animalistic King Shark.
0: Yeah, because you'd only seen King Shark through the Harley Quinn show, haven't you?
1: hmm That was the first time I had seen him.
0: Yeah, that is a very unique take on him. <laughs> as enjoyable uh, as it is, it is a very <laughs> unique take on the character. And, um, did you, did you recognize it immediately as Sylvester Stallone doing the voice for King Shark?
1: Not immediately. Mm-mm. I was probably, my sister had mentioned he was in there and I couldn't figure out who he was. My first thought was he was Savant. And it's like, no, that's not him.
0: Nope.
1: And then, uh, I, I want to say it's when they got to the tower and I was like, oh, Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had seen the casting previously we weeks ago that he was doing the voice for it. Jenny didn't realize it till I sent a little picture joke uh, that said Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. Uh, quote, the caption: "Nom nom friend, friends don't let friends eat friends." <laughs> What'd you think of a uh, rat catcher and uh, Sebastian?
1: I liked him more than I thought I would. <laughs> it was—I don't know what to make of her character, but I don't know it—it it, it, it worked.
0: The whole she sleepy was kind of... thing was weird. Yeah, I didn't understand that part. But again, it's a, you're you're establishing a character trait than sticking with it when King Shark tries to eat her, and she almost sleeps through it. (laughs) But I like that moment also because you're quickly, like, Waller had said King Shark is strong without really showing much of anything. Then you get the scene where King Shark tries is about to eat Ratcatcher, and they just, Bloodsport just fires round after round at him just kind of phasing him but not really hurting him right so you immediately show just exactly how powerful king shark really is mm-hmm. so yeah that was a nice way of just of getting that out there even though you've said it but just showing an audience like yeah he's pretty strong because otherwise the end of the movie and how he survives would not make a bit of sense
1: no, not at all.
0: All right, I did so, like Go ahead.
1: I like the interplay between Sebastian and Bloodsport too. Sebastian just trying his little hardest to make friends with Bloodsport and Bloodsport's not having it at all.
0: <laughs> I love that it came comes out that Bloodsport has a thing for a a thing for rat, a thing against rats and like after the not realizing weasel couldn't swim a bit of, at the beginning to then come back to not realizing blood sports afraid of rats <laughs> and it's <was> like what <laughs> can you tell me it was like, I'm, I'm an assassin i'm not giving away my liabilities <laughs> what was your first thought seeing polka dot man with a uh, starting to flare up there
1: I seriously thought he was going to turn on them. Somewhere before the end of the movie. (laughs) I don't know why, but my first thought was... One, this can't be a real character. And two, I don't know what's going to happen... But he's going to betray them some way, somehow. He ended up not, but...
0: I love the joke that he sees his mother everywhere.
1: (laughs) Especially the bar scene. Oh... It was so disturbingly right, if that makes any sense.
0: Nothing about nothing about that was right. The very end of the movie with his mother was just all kinds of wrong. Mm-hmm. So they get they get into a point of having to rescue Flag because he's Flag and Harley Quinn survived the ambush at the beginning the only two in that group who did <laughs> until the until a end credits scene of Weasel running off. Right. What'd you think of the whole um, Flag rescue mission and uh, how that turned out? Did not see that coming at all.
1: Uh, I didn't see Flag being alive and I didn't see uh, the whole and I put in quotations, fight
0: <laughs> between the
1: Suicide Squad and the, the uh, enemy turning out not to be the enemy.
0: No, they were the rebel forces. hmm And just they just slow whole... them down.
1: Especially the 30 seconds with uh, Bloodsport and Peacemaker just increasingly ridiculous ways of killing
0: people. The compression bullet or the combustion bullet. Was my yeah. favorite moment in that. <laughs> when Bloods were calling that wasn't a kill shot. It's a combustion bullet, just wait for it. And then the guy just explodes.
1: <laughs> no one likes to show off.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Everyone likes to show off if it looks cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that whole scene, that was very good on how they led you to think it was going to go one way. And it turns out, oh, that wasn't what you, what you saw wasn't what should have happened.
0: No, because Waller told them to execute everyone with extreme prejudice. Mm-hmm. Not really knowing who had flag, but she didn't care. Just told them to just go at it. And they did. <laughs> because I love them, just coming in and finding flag just sitting there having tea. It's like. Whoops.
1: Uh-oh. We made
0: a mistake. Why didn't my guards tell me you were here? Like, eh. About that. <laughs> uh, so let's see what that's about where my rewatch ended. Mm-hmm. So that's where my notes end. <laughs> what came up next for that from that?
1: Uh it was them going to find the thinker uh, at that bar. Uh, yeah, the, and we
0: meet the great character of Milton. Yes. And the, uh, yeah, because the uh, Harley Quinn was arrested by the um, the government, the oppressive government, or newly, newly instated government. Mm-hmm. And, oh, let's see. I don't remember when it happened, but the stuff with her f- immediately falling for El Presidente, that was weird. That was very weird. But they had, set, they had set that up because the dude has an accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it happens... It happens right around that same time. So you kind of get some uh, intermingling scenes between her stuff and them uh, basically heading to, to rescue her and get inside this tower.
0: Yeah. And I, I liked with Harley that as soon as he starts going off the deep end and showing the red flags, just boom. He did. hmm Bringing up that growth of... Yeah, she, she's been in some bad relationships before and is like, is knowing to look <laughs> to look for red flags and killing kids is a big red flag.
1: <laughs> he did, and
0: a whole lot of people around him died. Yeah, let's see. Anything really happened with recruiting of the Thinker? Well, I guess you had... um Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and Flag kind of just fall on their own, let themselves mm-hmm. be captured because they were the diversion to get Thinker, Ratcatcher, and uh, Polka Dot Man out of there. Right. And I love the ongoing the joke at the end about how long Milton has been with them. <laughs> because if you watch through, he is there. He is shown briefly through all of these segments. Mm-hmm. He doesn't speak. I don't think he speaks or anything.
1: He's just always there in the background, or maybe a glimpse here and there.
0: Even in their dramatic walk up at the towards the end,
1: mm-hmm. he is there. It reminds me of a trivia question we had had about Friends where uh, they had asked who was who appeared in the most episodes of Friends, and it wasn't the big six. It was Gunther, the bartender, yeah. always in the background. And that's kind of how Milton was.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I just love the joke after he—I'm going to jump around. I love the joke after he dies in the big climactic, well, Pen climactic pen, yeah. the penultimate climax, where he dies and Polkadot Man is upset, and Harley Quinn has no idea who he is, because it makes sense for her not to know who he is, because she mm-hmm. hasn't been with them. No. But Bloodsport doesn't know realize who he is also. So they have while things are going around, they have this big argument over who who exactly Milton is. And then minutes later, Harley Quinn calls Bloodsport Milton. And he goes, My name's not Milton. Sure it is. We just had a huge conversation about it.
1: <laughs> oh, that was great.
0: What were your impressions at having a uh, Starro be the uh, main vil- main villain or the uh, big bad at the end? I can't really say there isn't really a main villain per se. Right. He was one where I had actually heard his
1: name before, but I could not remember where or why. And I know the first time I watched it, my uh, family was watching it too. My dad and sister are like, is that a giant starfish? I was mm, like, yes. yeah, giant extraterrestrial starfish with an eye in a mill." <laughs> I was like, I don't know much about him, but he just broke up out of a tower.
0: I did find it interesting in that um, they pretty much made the starfish and him taking over a death sentence. Because in the comics, that's not the case. You can pry oh. the star you can get the stars off. You've had it's gonna take some effort, but it won't kill the person. Right. Because pretty much all of the heroes at some point have had the starfish on their face. But then again, if the villains are mowing down people that they could rescue, that's taking things a little bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> Even for movies such as Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm.
1: I do like that the stars couldn't get on Bloodsport because of his helmet, Harley Quinn because of her arm, and King Shark because his face is slanted.
0: Yeah, they they just couldn't get a hold of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what would you think of the scene of Harley, the Harley escape scene? Because after after she kills El Presidente, she is tortured. And uh, Flag decides they need to rescue her after finding out she's alive, but turns out they don't didn't actually need to go rescue her.
1: No, because she she found weapons and she used weapons on everybody. I I I like that it was just utter chaos with her. It's just her going through room by room, and if it moved, it got shot.
0: Yeah, I liked, then, I liked not making Harley a damsel in distress. Right. She can get out of the problem herself, just given enough time.
1: As when she comes walking down the street going, Hey, guys, what's what are you doing? It's like, oh, we were getting ready to rescue you. Well, I can go back in and you can save me if you want. <laughs>
0: yeah, the Peacemaker was ready to take out the little secretary as the only person he saw on the floor. I love the joke. This was like early on about Peacemaker and how much he just loves violence. And he, he he but but I mean, he loves peace so much that he's willing to kill every man, woman, and child that stands in his way of attaining peace. It's <laughs> a big. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's a big oxymoron of of sorts. What did you think of the whole uh, climactic scene and all of the bit- betrayals and the finale deaths? <laughs>
1: the betrayals... I wasn't surprised the betrayal happened. I was surprised by who did it. I wouldn't expect... And it wasn't... I wouldn't even call it a betrayal so much as... um with, with no spoiling apart.
0: we we're, were doing spoilers, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was revealed that Project uh, Starfish that they were going after wasn't so much something on this island that the government was doing. It was the U.S. backing this government with money and research and having them weaponize what they found in space, which was Starro.
0: Yeah. And it, it only became an issue now because of the change in regimes to one that wasn't going to cooperate with the U.S.
1: Right. And Flag just utterly disgusted because he's a soldier, uh, was going to destroy
0: all the, the info and evidence until Peacemaker showed no, up. No, Flag was going to release it to the press. That's right, yeah. Peacemaker was sent to said, uh, no. destroy it. Mm-hmm. Because Flag... Basically a contingency yeah, plan. Yeah, because I imagine Flag is also a little bit upset of serving his country for so many years and having this happen, but also going back to being can, can- cannon fodder at the beginning. Right. And probably just generally unhappy with his his position and what Waller put him in. hmm Yeah, Peacemaker, that... I, I was not all that surprised when that happened. I'm surprised they killed Flag. Yeah. That was a huge shock.
1: I figured you get the normal knockout Flag, take what you need, leave kind of thing. No, it was a straight up killing.
0: And for that brief moment you think Peacemaker might regret it until Ratcatcher sees that, grabs the drive and runs off and he tries to kill her too. Mm -hmm. and then he tries to kill Bloodsport and we get back to the uh, bullet of of being more center but this time it's Bloodsport's bullet that is smaller than uh, Peacemakers so it goes through the hollow point which I'm not certain it's physically possible period whatever Comic book physics, physics. Exactly. To shoot in, supposedly, kills Peacemaker. <laughs> this was one of the times where, like, I, I was wishing I hadn't, I didn't know things that were coming up. Like, ah. my first thought was, "Yeah, Peacemaker's not dead. He's got a show coming out." Oh, yeah! Did not know that. Yeah, huh. yeah that's, that's why Cena didn't go to Mania. Because he was in Vancouver oh. filming the show for HBO Max called Oh Fuck, It's Peacemaker. Nice. And that's what the end credits scene of them finding him alive is leading into. Okay. But I oh, like... good.
1: They did a pretty good job of making it look like he died because that was a lot of blood he lost.
0: Yep. And I, jumping back a bit, I like them quickly making the distinction of Bloodsport not just, and, and Idris Elba not just being in the movie because they couldn't get Will Smith to come back. Mm-hmm. In that interaction with his daughter at the beginning... Where they're just, that just breaks down into a, to them telling each other to fuck off. Yeah, it's like wow, they they know that was a thing, and they're doing everything they can to quickly go. No, this is not the same character. This is not a stand-in for no. Deadshot.
1: That was probably one of my biggest early surprises in the movie was because I I wasn't sure he was a clone a Deadshot, but that whole interaction, is like, "No, this character's different. Yeah. Will Smith cared about his family.
0: This one, he... He was... Basically upset. said, I don't care. He was upset she got caught stealing. Not that she was stealing. <laughs> so what'd you think of the, uh... How Starro was defeated? Interesting.
1: It was... I wasn't expecting Ratcatcher to be the one that ultimately brought him down.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) And uh, I, for a brief moment, thought it would be Polka Dot Man.
0: Yeah, because he had had his moment of slowing down Starro as Mm -hmm. Starro appeared to him as his mother, which I, I, I cackled.
1: All of us watching did too because my dad had missed why Starro suddenly became an old woman.
0: <laughs>
1: like, like, No, he's seeing his mom on everything. That's what makes him rage. Right. But, yeah, I was a little surprised it was Ratcatcher with a I guess a assist, big assist to Holly
0: Quinn. Yeah, and I love that in the early. In the early, back in the beginning-ish of the island thing, you see a scene after team after Bloodsport's team has come on. You see Har- Harley surviving. And it's this thing where Javelin hands over her Javelin because only she can carry it for... And it cuts off. And it annoys her to no end that he did not finish the sentence. So she's carrying this Javelin around... For only God knows why, literally only God knows why, <laughs> seeking seeking what it was for. And there's a moment where you think she uses it to uh, catch herself as a building's falling down, as they try to jump out of a section of it. And you're thinking, okay, okay, there's the callback. That is why she was carrying the javelin around, to save herself at this moment. <laughs> no. No. Nope. She's carrying around in order to stab Starro right through the eye. So a bunch of rats can just get in there and start nomming on all the little neurons and everything, internal organs of Mm Starro. Gross. As she's floating there in eye juice. (laughs) But I loved it as like a Chekhov's gun type thing. It's like she is handed this javelin. There has to be a reason that she has that javelin. You can't do nothing with it. You gotta do something. You gotta do something big with it. Because you've made it a point that she has been given this thing to do something that she doesn't know what. And it can't be just fight with it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see... I was very happy King Shark made it out alive.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I thought the uh, moment where he in the tower where uh, he's uh, playing around in the aquarium with the little jellyfish blobs was wonderful. (laughs) And then they break out and they are just like piranhas.
1: That was one of my favorite scenes. Just because I was not expecting it at all.
0: No, it was like hey, it's all his little friends, oh shit. <laughs>
1: uh, and he took some punishment in that movie too. Yeah.
0: I was happy to see him just coming back gnawing on her head. <laughs> Stumbling through. <laughs> And I, yeah, going back. To, I, I really liked King Shark in this. Going back in the, uh, would you eat your friends? I was like, no. Like, yeah, he would. He's lying. Nah, he's nah. kind eyes. He's fine.
1: We'll be <laughs> your friends. So
0: you don't eat your friends. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts before we wrap up this short episode on Suicide Squad? Uh, it was
1: just a. It was an enjoyable movie. Uh- a lot of back and forth. I enjoyed a lot of uh, motifs or ideas that kind of came back around full circle. Uh, the characters were pretty cool. You uh, said I like King Shark. I, I, I like most of the Elba team right. or the Bloodsport team. Uh, it was it was fun.
0: I liked it. Yeah, I guess also I liked that the end when. Throughout the movie, you've got, you had gotten, yeah, a Waller's team, her office team, did a lot of shady shit. Mm-hmm. Because they were also, you see them betting on uh, who's going to, with the first group, with uh, Flags group, who's going to live <laughs> and die. Mm-hmm. A Deadpool of, t- of sorts. And, but you see them, there's a point where Waller threatens to basically kill, um, Bloodsport's kid daughter, and you see some of them start to have a little, a little reservation about things until she's finally they're like, they. She has she tells Bloodsport that, yeah, they've destroyed they've destroyed the evidence they've destroyed everything. Time to head out. It's like, there's there's Starro. There's there's a thing. There's a kaiju <laughs> walking around the city. It's like. Yeah, we don't care. Um, this nation is not a U.S. ally, and the probably the White House probably likes that a uh, hostile nation is being decimated as we speak. And I'm like, no, so he's like, and they start to and when they start to disobey her, he's like threatens like, I'll blow you up. I will do it until she gets whacked on the head with a with a golf club. That was one of the parts I had
1: to rewatch because I had missed um, a lot of the back and forth in that office. All I look up, all I see is just her go down and a golf club
0: go by. And I like the ending because you leave it open to where you suspect she's going to get her retaliation against everybody in that office. Mm hmm. But in the. Uh, Post credit scene, two two of the office people that were involved in that, they suspect their punishment is actually having to deal with Peacemaker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> to go save the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked Cena and Elba's interactions. I thought they paired well off each other. Very nicely. I liked. I liked. It was a nice mix of characters and in cast. Right. Where every, everybody, no one was really. Everyone had their purpose. Everyone had their moment to, their moment to shine. Well, assuming they survived the first ten minutes. Right. <laughs> those people were. Those people were cannon fodder sent meant to die anyways. But everyone who was, all all of the main cast, each had a moment to do something.
1: You didn't have a lot of the quote-unquote sidekicks. It was, everybody had a moment or two where they were the focus. They were the quote-unquote hero.
0: Yeah, unlike the first one where if you weren't Deadshot or Harley, maybe Diablo.
1: Yeah, you, you didn't just have you were much. kind of <laughs>
0: there. You had your thing, but you never really had your moment. Right. So I think and that, and that is a very much a difficult thing can can be a difficult thing to balance in team stories. Like if you're writing a Batman book or a movie, you got Batman. <laughs> you give Alfred some lines some inspirational lines to say. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You're writing a movie with... Justice League or some other team... Then it can be a little bit more difficult to give everybody a reason for being there. Right. But like, even the fucking Polka Dot Man... Had a moment to shine. So I thought that was very... Nicely done in this. And unfortunately... Right there is where we ran into into some technical difficulties while recording this episode. But rather than scrap it or try to come back, we're just going to post what we have. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you next time on Podicus Rex.